This is the Empowered Conversations with Aline and Christina podcast. We are two educators of color that have been in the game for over 15 years. Thanks for joining us as we break down and speak on systems that were not built for Black, Indigenous people of color and the ways we address them head on. As we lean on each other in this work, it would be big for us if you took a moment to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to them. Also, follow us on Instagram at Empowered Conversations Pod, where we build community and support one another in this work. All right, let's get into this episode. Welcome back to the Empowered Conversations podcast with Aline and Christina, episode 18. I'm Aline, co-host of this podcast. I've been in education for 16 years as a school counselor and a former high school assistant principal. I currently work at the high school level in the Bay Area. And I'm Christina, the other co-host of this podcast. This is my 17th year in education. I was a former high school English teacher, former assistant principal, and co-principal. I'm currently a site-level administrative program specialist at a middle school in the Bay Area. Hey, y'all. On our last podcast, we had a guest, an amazing guest, Rita Soledad from uh, Wealth Para Todos on Instagram. And she just broke it down when it comes to finances for educators and our financial wellness and what to keep in mind and what we need to focus on. So please check that episode out if you haven't already. Um, it's definitely one you want to take notes on. But before we get into today's episode, let's do our quick check-in. So Christina, what's on the top of your mind for this week? Um, well, we're recording this podcast on a Sunday evening. So always Sunday evening. I'm always thinking about what my week is going to look like. Um, And I'm going to a couple of trainings and I'm also setting up my meetings for my first round of formal evaluation. So definitely evaluations is on my mind. I'm going to try creating a Calendly Calendly Mm -hmm. account. Uh, That way I'm not going back and forth email threads with teachers when we try to reserve, you know, the first set of meetings. And I'm trying to remember what the first set of meet, the uh, goal setting meeting. Uh Yes. So um, yeah. So yes, the teacher evals, it's on the top of my mind. Uh, for this week. Aline, what about you? I think, you know, for me, it's, it's just that time of year for our seniors to start getting everything organized in an order to apply for colleges. Um, last mm-hmm. week, we just wrapped up our presentations to our 12th graders about the college application process and just getting organized and getting ready for those to start opening up for applications. 
and um, similar, similar to you, kind of like a, a thinking like how to be more efficient with scheduling things. Um, and so wanting to kind of organize that a little bit more um, as I start next week and we start meeting with our seniors one-on-one -on -one to kind of get them like specific information about um, what they need for like applying to colleges, universities, certification programs, apprenticeships, et cetera. Um, and so wanting to use a scheduling system that our district already licensed to make that a little bit easier for students. Um, so yeah, so that's on top of my mind, just be more efficient, but also just how busy mm -hmm. this time of year is for our 12th grade students and their families and trying to figure out what's next and getting everything in by the deadline. Um, so it's gonna be busy, but exciting. I actually like those conversations. It's gonna be busy. Mm -hmm. And it's already gonna be the first week of October. I know that's a trip right there. I mean, the fact that it's already going to be October, but yet I feel like it needs to be April. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, my, my body feels like it's, it's April right now, mm -hmm. but it's been, I mean, for us, and I think you guys too, I mean, we started school the first week of August. Yeah. So, I mean, in one more week, it's, we got two months of school down, mm -hmm. which is insane. Mm -hmm. Right. But yes, regardless, it does feel like it is April and October is one of those long months. Yeah, I don't think we, I don't think we got any three days up in here. Nope, not my district. <laughs> so, well, anyways, y'all, <clears throat> for this particular episode, we're gonna switch things up a bit. Um, Aline and I, we are going to talk about a few TikTok videos, specifically <laughs> videos on educator life. Now. These videos, these TikToks are so entertaining to watch because they reflect the current reality of our societal and educational structures. So I'm about, I'm about to bust it down as a former English teacher. So the TikTok videos we will be speaking on fall under the comedy genre. Comedy is a device used to entertain the reader, viewer, or listener. In comedy, the character usually suffers a level of misfortune, but they are typically comedic situations with positive outcomes. Comedy is meant to release emotion and tension as an escape from day-to-day -day life, while allowing the audience to gain insight into humanity and the self. There are five types of comedy, but for this episode, we are going to talk about the comedy of manners. So a comedy of manners is a satire of societal expectations. So before we jump in to these TikTok videos, Aline, how did you get started in watching TikTok videos? And how did you come across some of the educator videos we are going to speak on tonight? Oh my gosh. Well, it's interesting that you frame it that way, Christina, because really I was looking for something to just escape because that's like, I'm not on social media all the time. But when I 
am on it. I just want to like escape for a minute or just find something to laugh about. And so before I used to be like, I don't know, following certain celebrities and just kind of laughing at some of the outlandish things that they post. But TikTok just became like this really easy thing to kind of scroll. And once it gets to know you, I feel like it, the algorithm is just pretty accurate. So it's mostly like mine is mostly like, I call it teacher TikTok, because that's kind of what it's referred to. It's like just a bunch of things around education. Um, that and I also like small businesses and like, you know, Latina owned businesses. But that's kind of how I started getting into TikTok videos just, just really quick. And then they just made me laugh and I needed that. Um, and I was like looking for that, you know, for the five minutes that I gave myself to just scroll. Um, and the ones that we're going to talk about today make me laugh and give me that kind of like, I don't know, it feels like I'm in solidarity with them because I totally feel them. But it also kind of gives me that moment to just laugh about the situation that we're in because I think we need some of that, which is why us having this episode right now is just perfect because we're all feeling it. And we just need to take a break and switch things up a bit and laugh a little bit. Um, but have it be relatable so that we can kind of laugh at ourselves at the same time. But yeah, um, and I just, you know, I came about them just from the algorithm. And once you start following one, more pop up and it just kind of works like that. Um, and so I just, I know I, I always share the ones that I think are hella funny to you. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, that's my story. But what about you, Christina? I first heard of TikTok um, during the beginning of the pandemic. Mm. And, you know, we were all stuck in the house, right? And that was when everyone was doing like, remember everyone started doing like Zoom meetings to meet, to, to do happy hour Zoom meetings with friends and family. That was before we all got sick of Zoom. Yeah. Um, so it was around that era. And to be quite honest, I, I the first time I logged into TikTok was because me, one of my sorority sisters and Violeta, mm -hmm. uh, we, <laughs> we wanted to do the Megan the Stallion, I'm a savage TikTok video. It was a mess. We, 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 all three of us were trying to figure out TikTok and um, <laughs> it took us a week to learn the dance. If you look at our TikTok video, I think I posted it on Instagram. It, it just wasn't coordinating. It was so funny. Like, so that is how I got started on TikTok was because of COVID and trying to do a TikTok dance. And then um, I stopped going on to TikTok, but then I started eventually going back on. And it wasn't because I personally signed on. It was because people would text mm -hmm. message me videos, yeah, which would then send me to TikTok, which is how... I started watching or following 
Hey Tony TV, which is one of the um, yeah. TikTok, TikTok accounts. Is that what mm -hmm. you say? One of the TikTok accounts that we're going to talk about. But yeah, that's it's because of Megan the Stallion COVID. That's basically it. That is so funny. I, I kind of <laughs> want to dig up that video of you doing <laughs> that dance challenge. <laughs> yeah, well, no. Let's let's start there though. Let's talk about Hey Tony TV because I think those are the videos that we share the most and that it just make us laugh the most. So we picked out a few. Um, and obviously, you know, or follow at Hey Tony TV so you can see, but we'll give us little descriptions of the videos just so you know what we're talking about. But you want to start off, Christina? Yeah. So um, about a year ago, or maybe less than a year ago, <clears throat> a friend of mine who's not an educator texted me a link to Hey Tony TV um, TikTok. And Hey Tony TV, he's he's a, a male comedian, but he dresses up as a female middle-aged woman high school administrator. And so he does a lot of his, a lot of his clips are how administrators respond to certain situations at the high school. So the very first video that was sent to me was um, Hey Tony TV's titled How Administrators in High School Be When They Are Called to a Bus. <laughs> so just a quick short description. Um, and an, an administrator um, is called for assistance on a school bus because the students are turned up. And as soon as she appears, it's like you're already laughing because her hair looks disheveled. It's the stereotypical administrator outfit, which is like a, a, a suit, like a very casual looking suit. Um, keys, just like these mm -hmm. dangling keys of like having 10 on your re uh, key ring, followed by the darn walkie that just will not stop going off. And so, <laughs> and so she's like yelling down the bus, um, just, you know, saying like, well, you know, I, I know I'm not supposed to be called to this bus. I mean, I can't even imitate it. Um, but it, it's just so funny because she's threatening the students that she would suspend the students if they continued to um, behave the way they did on the bus. And then she asks this teacher that you, this quote unquote teacher asking who are the two students who are uh, misbehaving the most and ask the students to pack their belongings because they're leaving with her. It's, it's funny. I feel like I'm not doing giving it justice, um, explaining uh, what it is. It's just so, so funny. Um, so I mean, really, as you're watching it, you know, you're trying to think about like, well, what what's the point of this? What what is what is hey, Tony? What is what is Tony the comedian trying to point out? Right? What's what's the satire in this? And it's, 
mainly like pointing out, well, for me at least is like, you know, it's just imitating how like a, how a stereotypical school administrator, AP, VP principal talks to students on the bus, um, how we act, how we always look so disheveled. Um, in a sense, it's like, it feels like he's saying like, that's how we all, that, that's how we stereotypically sound. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we have like the same phrases, like, Aline, how many times have you said, I'm not playing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a go-to for sure. That, that's a go-to, right? <laughs> or another quote that he said uh, when he was yelling down the bus was, who else wants to call their parents? And explain why they're getting suspended or why they're going home early today. And then like, you know, when you try to bring it all back, like after you lecture them, you bring it back to something positive, like, you know, we are, and you say the school's name or the school's mascot and say like, this is not how we behave. Mm -hmm. We we know better than this. Like, it's just so many things where you're just like, oh my gosh, like, I could totally see myself being that administrator. Well, I, mean, I know I sent this to you. I think I was the one that, that sent this to you too. Right? No, dude, I think we were sending it to each other. And <laughs> yeah. it was like, cause I had started seeing it. And I mean, I think at that point it was because it was like, he gets a bunch of, like a lot of his videos go viral. So it just was, it was coming up. And I think we were all kind of just sharing the same one with Yeah, Mari still ended up sending it to us and we're like, oh, we saw this already. But yeah, it was just going around and around and around. Yeah. And I mean, I just think like, because it's making fun of like, I mean, at this point, like high school administrators, and it's stuff that we've done. So it's kind of like, oh, wait, this is funny. But I also used to do this. So I'm like, it's like, wait, is this funny? Or, you know, and honestly, I think what got to me, like what got me hooked was the damn walkie talkie. Because <laughs> just the sound that it makes. And like, I mean, I know we all use different brands of walkie talkies, but it just felt like, oh, snap, like it's a walkie going off because it just almost gives you that same like same kind of I don't want to say PTSD, but <laughs> it's because the battery's going dead. That's the sound it makes when the battery's going dead. No, is it? I you know what's funny? I remember working at Skyline even though I charged my walkie talkie overnight, as we all did, I noticed that my walkie talkie would, would die, like would start making that noise towards the end of the day. And it's because our walkie talkie, remember Aline, it would just go off all the time. Like, because we had like, four or five administrators, six to seven security guards, everyone in the main office had one. So it's like you had 15 Mm -hmm. to 20 people doing transmissions, right? 
whereas when I work at my current school right now, or even my other two schools, I don't even have mine on the charger every day. And that thing lasts forever because it's like being a, being a high school administrator. Oh my goodness. It's, it's difficult. It, it's like a whole nother right. level. Right. What's the other, what's the next video? Well, the next one, I, I, I really only follow to, uh, Hey Tony TV. Um, <laughs> so, well, that's what we're going to spend most of the time talking about because this is just funny. It's so funny. So the next episode was how administrators in school be when the receptionist buys them food. Oh my gosh, this one was hilarious. So just imagine admin is sitting at the desk with a Diet Coke. I do not know why administrators like Diet Coke. You know what's but that's that's what cracks me up <laughs> is the damn Diet Coke because I remember <laughs> when we worked at Skyline, one because there was like no coffee shops nearby, but we always had Diet Cokes <laughs> in the fridge in our offices because we couldn't like be bothered to walk anywhere. So we had our own fridges and I always remember at the end of the day you'd be walking into my office being like, "Yo, you got diet coke <laughs> even though i already had a diet coke for like right. we were just always for drinking. And, and you know what after i don't i haven't had a diet coke in the longest time since probably since not being an admin anymore <laughs> but it's just so funny how it's like this thing so anyways i don't know if other school leaders kind of relate to the diet coke thing but i know we do yeah that whole diet coke is Yes. So, um, so yeah, so the admin's standing at the desk and there's like a huge diet, open diet Coke and she's typing at the computer. This part's funny to me. It's like the whole wearing glasses and like, you know how she's like peering down at an angle. I was like, oh my gosh, that is totally me when I'm sitting at the desk and her, and her secretary comes in to deliver Cheryl. food and her name is Cheryl. Mm -hmm. And um, she brings her a chicken sandwich and she's laughing and she's acting all happy, but surprised, but she shouldn't be surprised, but whatever that um, Cheryl brought her a chicken sandwich. And for those of you who do watch Hey Tony TV, um, Cheryl, you never, she's in almost referred to in almost every single episode but you never get to see or even really hear from her. Um, she's like that neighbor in um, Home Improvement. It's like, you know that the neighbor's there, but you never get to, the most you'll see is like the hat or the eyes. Like with Cheryl, she's that neighbor, but you don't even get to see anything of her, but she's like so well-known here and so when I'm when I'm watching this it's like I'm you know I'm thinking you know being an educator being a former English teacher I'm like what is what is this trying to highlight about us administrators and so what I get out of it is how administrators how, how we stare well how we look like sitting at our desk you know there is that stereotype like there's like two types of administrators, administrators that are always present, always walking around. Um, 
they're like your shadow, right? Like they're like, like these hawks in the, in the breezeway, in the hallway. And then you have the other ones who are like at the other end of the spectrum where they won't leave their offices. Mm -hmm. So this one depicts her just always being in her office. It, it has that, she fulfills that stereotype of, of an administrator. Um, but then in terms of this specific video, um, it, it, it means more to me because as a current administrator, and I, Aline, you could speak more on this too, as a former admin, is that we all know that our front office staff and our clerical staff, they are our first line of defense. Mm -hmm. I mean, in a sense, they are the heart of the school. They are the first persons teachers, parents, and students see when they enter the main office. Mm -hmm. um, the clerical staff or the office manager or office secretary, whatever it's called at your school district, they, they filter the people in the information. Um, for the administrators so that mm -hmm. administrators are not hella hella inundated. I mean, we're gonna be inundated period, mm -hmm. but they just make it so that way we're not feeling like we're drowning every second. Yeah. So my favorite part of the video is the reference to Cheryl because mm -hmm. it, it, make, it brings back memories of a certain person mm -hmm. uh, that Aline and I, um, had the opportunity to work with when we were administrators at Skyline. I mean, we can say her name. It's Miss Thomas. Miss Thomas, yeah. Miss Thomas. I mm -hmm. mean, she well, brought us food all. But that's what I was going to say, though. It's like, I like the fact that, well, it's not that I like the fact, but the fact that Cheryl is never like, you know, shown or she but always referenced, it's because our, our front staff, our, our, you know, classified staff is often working in the background mm -hmm. and taking care of things and holding it down and are not given enough recognition or aren't visible really to the bigger picture. Um, so that, you know, I took it to that level, but also they're taking care of everything and everyone, mm -hmm. including us as administrators. And that's what I think about Ms. Thomas or our Cheryl, it's like when I for when I was like rushing in the morning because I worked late and I slept in and I didn't get a chance to like pack a lunch or grab something, I knew that I could count on Miss Thomas to, to <laughs> feed me, to like go get me something, or she had enough food to share. Always. Or like and and it was like, and it's those things that we take for granted. Um, because like they really are holding it down and they are taking care of everyone. And so, yeah, this video is funny and there's things that we can kind of pick at, but at the heart of it, it's like, yeah, I, I hope everyone has a Cheryl or Ms. Thomas because, you know, as much as we want to like get mad at them for not doing something on a timely manner or like forget something on the checklist, they got us in every single situation that we need them to take care of ourselves, whether it be food or getting another Diet Coke or just chopping it up about their weekends to kind of distract us from something that just happened like five minutes ago or to handle an angry parent that we just mm -hmm. cannot talk to one more time. 
Um, and so, yeah, anyways, that's what I really thought about, but which is why it also made me laugh because it like brought me back to certain like funny times and good times. Yes. Shout out to Miss <laughs> yes, Thomas. What about the next one, Christina? Okay. So the next one, the last one um, from Hey Tony TV is called <laughs> How Administrators in High School Be Outside After School Ends. You know what? Even though he says how administrators in high school be outside, honestly, I've worked at an elementary school and middle school. We all be acting like this outside after school. All right. It, it, it don't matter. It should be how K-12 administrators be outside after school ends. So short description. Once again, the administrator She's holding her keys and the keys are making a bunch of noise that walkie talkies going off. But as she's waving bye to the student, she's eating a snack. Awkward. And um, she's telling kids to get off the premises. I mean, it's like straight up bye, but okay, y'all need to leave. Um, she's also poking her head inside uh, cars, talking to parents because that sometimes that is our opportunity, yeah. right? to talk to parents, especially mm -hmm. if they're not returning our emails or our phone calls. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course there's cars, you know, picking up their kids or parents or, or older siblings picking up their kids, but their music's hella loud. So she's asking them to turn it down. Um, she's noticing that kids aren't getting on the bus. So she's telling the kids to get on the bus and leave now. Um, <laughs> so in terms of what I feel is being highlighted here, um, so this, I think of how this is, she's trying to point out how administrators want the kids to get off the freaking campus. I mean, it's the dang truth because, <laughs> and I know we're supposed to be, you know, our responsibility till they get home. So yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. Like, yes, I, I know we're supposed to be welcoming and, you know, like, but we're welcoming in the morning, but then when it's time to go, it's time to go home. Okay. One, because yes, we want to make sure that kids are safe and um, home doing their homework, getting ready for dinner. But let's be real is that number one, especially I'll talk for myself, that's my lunchtime. Like I have lunch when the kids leave campus. Because I mean, we're, I, we're not promoting that. No, we're not, we're not promoting that, but that's so just- for, Like for me, it was mostly like, okay, the kids are gone. I know that I can like sit on my computer for like an hour and focus on my like responsibility or like my project without being interrupted. Exactly. Okay. But we I wanted them to go home so we can get stuff done. Exactly. Okay. And that's when we get the real stuff done. But then also too, I mean, besides checking email, especially when you worked out of high school, there was some, some like game supervision. Mm -hmm committee meetings right or that's when SSTs or mm -hmm. parent meetings so just because the kids leave 
does it mean for admin, especially that our day is over? Mm-hmm. In a sense, it's like our day is just beginning. So that is why we, we like to clear the campus, not, not because we don't love the children. We love the children. We just need to get the work done so we can help the children. Well, it just it's it just cracks me up because it's more like I I see I like remember doing and saying some of the things that Hey Tony TV says in these videos, or I'm just like, damn, like he like he's good. I was like, how does he know? Like, how has he watched us? Like, because I mean, obviously, like, it's more than just us. But because I like, I I remember saying certain things or even just the line. It's like, you don't got to go home, but you got to get out of here. Like, it's that whole (laughs) thing. It's like, oh, my God, I have said that before. I also remember us like on certain days where like, well, the expectation was, was was that all administrators be out at the end of school to clear like the front of the school and the buses and get them out campus. But I, I, we all had our positions along the front of the school. And I just remember like some days we were just like skipping to the front to be like, all right, <laughs> like let's, let's end this day. Like, and so his caption on the, on the TikTok where it's like, they be all up in their admin, be all up in their offices all damn day. But at the end of the school day, like they're just running out their offices. And it kind of is like that. No, we're not in our offices all day. But when that end of school bell rings, it's like, all right, let's go. Let's say, and we wait by and we're just like laying it the out there with the thickness. <laughs> so I just remember that. And it's like, also just like, it cracks me up how accurate he could be about certain things. I mean, the keys, the amount of keys that we had to get into every single door on the campus, the walkie talkie, the snack. I, I laugh because most of the times it's that microwavable popcorn, but there's always like this inside, like this running joke at schools, like about like burning the popcorn and the smell never going away and how people get pissed off. So they're like, either watch your popcorn or don't pop popcorn. And so the fact that he's always snacking on popcorn cracks me up. Um, the music you're right. Like we're often like looking forward to going outside because that's when we can find a parent or a student that we're like trying to track down and be like, I know I'm going to find them getting on that bus or I know I'm going to find them picking them up at that corner. So let me rush down there and be like, hey, I called you like 10 times. We need to talk about da, da, da. So it just cracks me up how much I relate to the like just the character he plays. And I, I don't know. It just makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tony TV is definitely it. I, I'm laughing because I'm laughing at myself. Exactly. That's exactly and, what it is. And so it's, it's funny. It's entertaining. Uh, but it also highlights some of the things so that we need to also, you know, think twice about unpack and some of the things that I said back then that he says in his videos, I think now about whether or not I would actually say those things, the tone, the manner, all that. So it's like, in some ways, it's like you said, it's a satire. It's like, we're definitely like laughing at it, laughing at us, but it also forces us to think about what that looks like. Move on to like other TikTok accounts. So one thing that I like found 
interesting about Hey Tony TV is that you automatically associated the character as female and I didn't and I still don't like I don't see it as like and I don't know if that's just like me but I just I don't see it as being gendered because regardless like it's it could be a man or a woman and I don't yeah and so for me I'm just kind of I just kind of see it as like this character oh sure yeah I mean definitely it's relatable yeah whether or female but Tony dresses up as a female I guess I didn't really I didn't really like notice that I know the pearls and the long hair but I also didn't like (laughs) make it like I guess that's just also me like just not trying to gender it but I was just like it could because it doesn't well first of all the character never shares their pronouns so I don't know right 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 right. but but either way it was just more like this is an administrator regardless of the pearls and the long hair so (laughs) that's what I'll say about that the other so the other TikTok accounts that I want to talk about uh, we're not going to go through videos, but I just think that these are some of the accounts that like make me funny and make me funny, make me laugh. Um, and they're just super funny and then give me kind of that break from other accounts that I follow that are super informative, which these are informative, but mostly through the use of comedy. Um, let's see. So the first one is um, at Honest Teacher Vibes on TikTok. She just cracks me up, period um her whole tagline is hey best friend so she's always like talking to you as if she's your you know best friend like trying to like you know keep it keep you in the in the know um she calls out the funniest memes and incorrect spelling on the internet but that's not what keeps me on her page what keeps me on her page is her honesty about what it's like being a teacher these days and just like making fun of some of the things so like one of the videos that we were laughing about the other day was just her kind of like using memes to talk about what it's like for teachers at staff meetings. Oh and my like, God, it was so funny. <laughs> so, so tell her, tell like, talk about the whole in, the icebreaker one. Oh my gosh. So she showed a meme of the facial expressions of the characters from The Office. And she was like, this is the look on the the staff or the teacher's faces when admin opens up the staff meeting with an icebreaker. And it's (laughs) like these like pissed off, annoyed looks. Um, And for those of you who watch The Office, it's like hilarious, right? Because you, especially if you know the characters and you know their annoyed faces like Stanley, it just makes it like 10 times funnier. So, of course, when I saw that, I just started cracking up because, (laughs) yes, I open up our weekly staff meetings and and bi-monthly PDs with an icebreaker. Um, And I'm not the icebreaker type of person, but it's like I've just been told that we have to have an icebreaker um not just at this school but just like at other schools it's like kind of like damned if you don't damned if you do because if you don't do an icebreaker then in a sense it's like you're not creating that community I don't know I 
I I could get rid of the icebreakers. Now that I've seen that meme, maybe maybe I should just get rid of it altogether. I don't know. Well, well it'll save me 15 minutes. I could spend yep. 15 minutes on something else. Well, and there's other ways to like break the ice. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's other ways to transition from like the end of the school day into a meeting. So I think that's like also something that like these like videos make me think about is like, they're kind of calling things out and I kind of take it and be like, okay, well, what can we do instead? So yeah, but she, she's funny. Um, the other account is um, at Jay Salazar. So Jay Salazar is a middle school teacher. He shares how he is indoctrinating his students and loved ones. He talks about like using CRT or not using CRT <laughs> in his lesson planning. Um, he also calls out colorism in the Latina community and does a lot of education around that. But I learn a lot from him and I laugh a lot from him, mostly because he makes so much, like he, he jokes around about what indoctrinating students means and like what it looks like in his classroom and like that video that I shared with Christina was one of him um, talking about how he's indoctrinating his students by having them you know think about their identities and how that connects to the privileges that they that they you know they get or don't get based on their identities and like things that we teach our, our kids about just in, and he's a social studies teacher. So mm -hmm. I, think, I mean, yeah. right. So it just fits into, so, but he also shares a lot of resources for teachers. So he's sharing tools and resources, um, but he's just funny. And he's like, really kind of goes into the anti-racism piece and um, kind of like calls out the people who are hating on you know what teachers are teaching and shows like how it all connects to making these better humans well and then in that video <laughs> it's like he talks about the indoctr indoctrinating students and so it's a bit serious and then towards the end he yeah. goes oh yeah but i do icebreakers oh yeah <laughs> i gotta throw in icebreakers and i just i was like oh my gosh these icebreakers i think kids like them more than uh, the teachers do oh okay <laughs> i think <laughs> i don't know but anyways he's another one to follow with like one to learn but also to laugh and then the last one that I want to point out that I've just been hooked on his is um, at Mr. Williams. He's a preschool teacher. He shares about being gay and the issues he's faced being a teacher to little ones. But he's also super honest about how overwhelmed educators are and also kind of portrays admin the way that maybe they shouldn't be because he'll like sometimes when he like portrays administrators at his school especially around the teacher shortage I'm just oh man that's messed up I hope our admin aren't doing that um but he does a lot of like COVID videos like what it means like how it's been teaching um during the pandemic and just like does these really funny PSAs about vaccinations um but his whole his like whole like tagline or his phrase is pre-k pause so that's what like every time he says that just cracks me up because I know he's about to go into something. He shares like the funny things his kids say. Um, but the video that I sent you, Christina, that I want to talk about is um, like 
him being tied up but like we don't know that he's tied up because the video starts off like my principal's making me do this video and how he was like my administrator is making me do this because they say that I'm like always saying negative things but I'm saying positive things about my you know teaching during COVID and how it's just amazing and then towards, yeah. <laughs> and towards the end we see him that he was tied up and saying to like like someone behind the camera quote unquote like okay can you just free me and my family now I did it I said it kind of like he's being forced to say these things that are not necessarily true in his eyes because we know how hard it is right now and there is a, a sub shortage and a teacher shortage but yet we know that everyone needs mental health days oh yeah and right? I mean you know not to be defensive or anything but teachers we know we're subbing too like our entire admin team subs at, at least one or two periods a day, guarantee. Well, and so, I actually want to talk about that because not every school does that, Christina. And I know that at my school, that's not happening. So that's, I do definitely think we need to have a conversation about not, not coverage. Well, maybe we should talk about that, but also just like thinking about you know, extending mental health days to teachers and certificated staff goes also to our administrators and how, because we say it's exhausting and like we highlighted, these are all teachers um, that I just highlighted for those accounts, they're teachers. But at the end of the day, I know one from being a former administrator, but also just, you know, paying attention to my administrators and my administrator friends is that they are exhausted and overwhelmed too beyond what any year has brought. So mm -hmm. it's also understanding that that piece of it, because we know there's a whole negative side to, to teacher TikTok. Um, and we are really trying to reach out to our school leaders and knowing that that's the core of being able to like revolutionize teaching and um, the K-12 education system, it all has to work together. So yeah, these are funny. Um, and yeah, you guys sub at your school, but I know that's not happening everywhere. And so we do need to talk about wellness as a whole, as a school system. Um, but he just cracks me up because I know he doesn't have that type of relationship with his administrators. At least I hope not. But it's funny to watch it because I know that there are teachers who do feel that way about their administrators. Oh, I know. <laughs> well hopefully y'all thought this was funny please like take a look at their videos um we'll link them and um probably post some of our some of the videos on our instagram page just so you'll know exactly the ones we were talking about um but i just i mean they don't know that we're doing this hopefully they find out and they hear it but it's just you know i appreciate the comedic relief that they give me on days where I just need like five minutes to zone out and to laugh about things I've gone through and things that I can, you know, imagine going through um, being an educator right now. But Christina, so just like in our other episodes, we're going to transition now since we've been talking about wellness is 
um, wrapping it up by sharing our progress and our own self-care and wellness. What has that looked like for you since our last podcast episode? So since our last podcast episode, um, I think that was the time I was first getting sick. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think, I think I shared that too. So um, all last week, except for one day, um, I was working remotely. I did test negative for, for COVID. Yes, good news. Um, but even then, I still uh, was working remotely because I was, I was coughing like crazy. My temperature was ranging from 98 to 100, um, sneezing and all that. And so I didn't want to go back on campus, nor I'm sure nobody wanted me on campus, right? You're not supposed to when you have mm-hmm. those symptoms. Um, and unfortunately, I, I felt like I was better. So I did return to work on Thursday. Um, and I kind of just went it all in, you know, just went back to my usual routine. Um, and I'm not one of those administrators that just stays at my desk all day. So, I mean, I was going back and forth outside, inside, back, you know, and I think that took a toll on me. And so I ended up calling up sick on Friday, but like a for real, for real sick. Like I didn't work remotely. I just stayed in bed and real talk that made a huge difference just doing absolutely nothing because sometimes not sometimes working remotely when you're working straight especially from home it's like you're non-stop working mm-hmm. and so it was just nice for me to just finally say like all right let's not work remotely let's just focus on her health so I don't know if that was self-care, an example of self-care. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, well oh, go ahead. No, I was going to share like our connection to the same thing. So for me, like, well, I know you're about to ask me. So, so yeah. I'll just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's similar. And it's just so crazy how we're often like, on the same wavelength, I guess you want to say, but same thing. It's like, I wasn't pay- I mean, I, I haven't really been t- paying attention or taking care of my like physical health. Um, and that's just the thing I often neglect when I have so many things to do. Like that's the thing I'll take off the to-do list. Um, and it was the same thing. Like I woke up with a horrible migraine on Friday and I typically get migraines, but like, this was bad. This was a pretty bad one. But I knew that we had presentations all day at work. And I was like, damn, I really got to go. And I went, but just like, I was like, miserable. And it was obvious how bad it was take, you know, taking a toll on me. And so like, you know, my department was like, dude, you should go home. I was like, you know what, like, yeah, I'm gonna go home. And I went home after like the first presentation that I pushed myself through. And 
even coming home, I was like trying to do things. I was like, well, I'm here. I should do things. But the migraine still kept pulsing. And it wasn't until I finally just laid down in the dark and went to sleep and like mm-hmm. let my, my body rest and take care of itself that I felt better. And if I didn't do that, I th- probably think I'd still be feeling the migraine right now, right? Because it would have just intensified. So it's connected in the sense of like, our body tells us things we just and especially as we get older I'm starting to realize it tells us a lot more and a lot louder and so I think that's an important part too of taking care of ourselves and I think you know even our guest um, last year I mean last year last episode shared a lot about that too like paying attention to our bodies Um, and so I I think that's like the main thing Um, and so I, I did that and I got on the workout bike yesterday, just trying to like build that back in. Um, And, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. But I think that's super important. Well, there you have it, y'all. Our, our, um, this is our episode on TikTok. Never, never thought uh, we would do that, but. I know. (laughs) It was a nice change. It was a nice change. For sure. But um, once again, we just want to remind you that um, Aline and I, we are starting our one-on-one coaching program for school leaders. Through our experiences and our understanding of the role of a school leader, we want to support other school leaders. So what does our coaching program include? Well, it, invol- um, it includes one-on-one weekly, um, 45 to 60 minute sessions uh, via Zoom for 12 weeks, uh, reflection practices to help you focus on your role in breaking down oppressive systems, organizational planning practices to help cultivate an equitable, culturally responsive school environment. So through our coaching program, school leaders will feel empowered to make the difficult decisions necessary to support our BIPOC students, learn how to transition from an educator ally to a co-conspirator, have a support system free of judgment, grow in their practice, and prevent burnout and find find more balance with your personal life. So definitely hit us up. Um, you could email us, you could DM us uh, on Instagram, let us know if you would, if you're interested in that type of support. For sure. So thank you. Oh, go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to thank everybody for joining us in this conversation. We hope you took something away from it, even if it's just a moment to laugh at the accounts that we were mentioning or at us for the things that we shared today about our past lives um, and our current lives. Well, no, I think they're a little bit past. Anyways, um, please support the work that we're doing by um, doing a few things for us. So you could subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review. That's really how we grow and how more people can discover us is by getting you know rated and reviewed. So please do that for us. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Empowered Conversations Pod. Visit our bookshop. So check out what we have curated and support 
an independent bookstore. The link is in our show notes. All right, y'all. Well, thank you. We look forward to next time. Have a good one. Bye, y'all. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Empowered Conversations Pod. Check out our content and engage in a conversation with us through the comments or DMs. Also, please help us grow and share this with your friends, colleagues, as well as post on your social media. We look forward to next time. Take it easy.